What's up, y'all? It's Russ Parr, and welcome to the Russ Parr Cast today. Yes, we're going to talk to a nutritionist. It's 2022, and we need to eat better. We need to know some things about the food that we put in our body to help us combat all the things that we're dealing with. Also today, an exclusive interview with probably one of the sharpest people I know. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be interviewing me, Russ Parr. That's right. It's going to be a first. Actually, it's been done before, and I'll tell you who did it. But yes, Russ Parr interviews Russ Parr about his book, The Game Behind the Game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit. So that's coming up today. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's an interview with, uh, yes, one of the best nutritionists in the country. Let's go right to that, y'all. Well, it's a brand new year, and every year, what do we do? We start a diet. We exercise mm, after we join a gym for about two weeks, and then we go back to our bad habits. And I thought it would be really great because we had her on last year and she was so incredible. Joyce Hudson, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified diabetes care and education specialist is with us. And first of all, I want to say Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to everyone. How are you? Just fine. All right, look, you're one of my favorite nutritionists. Uh, you've really helped me quite a bit to really keep track of my food and when I'm eating and what's good and what's not. Last year at this time, I think the big rage was the keto diet. Is that still the big rage? Not so much the keto diet right now. The new rage, or what has sparked a lot of interest, is the microbiome diet because the gut microbiome is so related to health and uh, increasing the uh, antibiotics in your body. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's the microbiome. People are really research is uh, centered around how it improves and helps the immune system. And with COVID-19 still raging, in addition to having the boosters and the shots, mm-hmm. people are now trying to concentrate on how to improve their health through exercise, eating, and especially trying to get enough rest. So let me ask you, this diet... Uh, how how do you do it? Is it is it is it a food diet or is it just certain foods at certain times? Uh, is it complicated? Is it easy? Well, in addition to that, and we'll talk about the time um, uh, the time relief diet that uh, people are doing the intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. That's another one that uh, a lot of people are going to in the year twenty twenty two. But research researchers show that the gut microbiome are the bacteria that grows in the gut, it ha- it works with the immune system. It actually talks with the immune system through a complex signaling. And the gut bacteria controls your white blood cell production and how it's distributed within the body. And we all know that the white blood cells are basically our controls our immune system. So with the foods that a lot of people, I'm sure you've heard of kombucha, and kefir and different mm-hmm. foods that are um, that uh, are fermented, mm-hmm. or the foods that a lot of people are going to, because that also helps you to fight out or your susceptibility to infection. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a diet where you're counting calories or anything like that. No, actually, it's what you eat, and it's back to the old plant-based diet. And understanding that just because you're on a plant-based diet doesn't mean that you are a vegetarian because you can't have some meat. So 
So it it centers around foods with fiber mm-hmm. because your high fiber it kind of feeds the bacteria and enhances the immune function and reduces inflammation and chronic disease. Mm-hmm. And also your pre uh, and your probiotic foods. And a lot of people are taking these to try to help improve the immune system to uh, as it relates to the gut mucosa. So, for instance, with your prebiotic foods, a lot of good sources of that are things like artichokes, leeks, onions, garlic, asparagus, whole wheat, and things that way. So it's certain foods that you eat that help improve the bacteria in your gut. So Mm. that inadvertently improves your immune system. So you would say that this diet is safer than the keto diet and other things, right? Absolutely safer than the keto diet. The problem with the keto diet that you can't really follow it for a long time because when those ketones get very, very high, it starts to form acids in your bloodstream. It also, it affects your kidneys because it causes you to be dehydrated and it can lead to some type of kidney damage. Also, your keto diet, it, it also is very harmful when it comes to your vitamin D levels and osteoporosis, because as your body tries to neutralize the acids that's coming off of the ketones, it starts to draw the calcium out of the bones. So there's a lot of factors with the keto diet that you can't maintain, and eventually you go back to eating and the weight comes back on. What is, what is your uh, website where people can get more information? My website is New Apples, www.newapples.com. And um, it's full of a lot of information about the intermittent diet or the intermittent fast, mm-hmm. uh, the microbiome, keto, and this various information where you can improve your health and through right. eating naturally. Now, is that N E W apples? That's in you. Gotcha. In like, you like apples.com. Gotcha. Yes, like nutritious apples, but it's the in you apples.com. Okay. All right. So let's get into, um, you know, actually COVID. Your diet can hinder you or help you if you're battling COVID. Um, as a nutritionist, what is the first thing you tell someone that? wants to prevent it or give themselves a leg up on this, this very dangerous disease? The thing that will help is to improve your immune system. Try to stay up on your immune system as much as you're as possible. And one of the ways that you can do this, like I had mentioned previously is through the microbiome, making sure that the gut, you know, bacteria is where it needs to be. And there are some foods that can be damaging to that bacteria, like a lot of high-fat foods, red meat, a lot of simple carbohydrates like your sugars, enriched foods, and so forth, will damage the type of gut mucosa that you have. Mm-hmm. As, as research is finding out that the healthier the bacteria that you have in your gut, the better off you are with improving your immune system. Also, staying up on your vitamin C. Eating a lot of enriched vitamin C foods like your citrus fruits, your lemons, and so forth, and vitamin D is also essential. Living here in Michigan, vitamin D is just really terrible because right now we ha- we have no sun, 
And so supplementing with vitamin, a good vitamin D supplement would be wonderful to keep your immune system going. Vitamin also, D? Did you say vitamin D? Vitamin D. Okay. D yes, D3. Mm-hmm. And also zinc. But you have to be careful with zinc because zinc can be damaging. And I would not do um, in, uh, taking zinc that's mm-hmm. more than what's recommended at this point in time because it can destroy your taste buds and can be damaging to you. But your vitamin D, your C, your zinc, uh, or, and magnesium is also important to try to keep that immune system up and going. So rather than trying to, in addition to supplement, uh, consuming the foods that are higher in these products uh, than uh, others. Mm-hmm. For instance, your uh, salmon, mm-hmm. And your fatty fish has, will help you with vitamin D. Your egg yolk to a limit will help you with your vitamin D. And, of course, vitamin C, you would have your citrus and so forth. So just foods that will give you a good gut microbiome, uh, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, will help. So let me ask you, and this is pure speculation, would you say because a lot of African Americans are are dying disproportionately from other races from COVID. Do you think a lot of it has to do with our diets? I think some of it has to do with our diets. Uh, and just basically where we're starting from, our starting points are not as good as others. For example, some of items in our diets are very good. For instance, like your crucificus vegetables your collard greens, your Swiss chards, your sweet potatoes, which are loaded with vitamin A. Mm. Uh, those, those things are good. But too many of us are eating a lot of saturated fat, cured processed meat, alcohol is killing us, and sugar, mm. which tears down the immune system. So, yes, depending on how and what you eat, will definitely interfere with your immune system. Joyce, I got to ask you, I got to ask you, um, the diet that you would recommend for 2022, if you're going to do a diet, is what? I would still have to go with the Mediterranean style of eating and just plant-based and emphasizing those foods that are high in the vitamin D and vitamin C and vitamin and your zinc food will help you. And most of all, the microbiome. Because of research, it's found how important it is. Actually, just the bacteria that you have talks with your immune system and can either make you or break you. Mm. So foods that I mentioned, you know, the prebiotics, prebiotics, probiotics, and so forth are wonderful. Joyce Hudson, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified diabetes care and education specialist. Thank you so much. Go to newapples.com. You can get information on everything we talked about. That's nuapples.com. Joyce, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a happy new year. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, coming up next. Yes, I get to interview a very important person. And it's about a book that I think everybody should have. And that very important person is me. That's right. Russ Parr interviews Russ Parr. That's coming up next. Welcome back to the Russ Parr cast. And uh, yes, I'm doing something different. Actually, 
I'm stealing this idea from a legendary broadcaster, good friend of mine, may he rest in peace, Doug Banks. He's uh, just an icon in, uh, in radio in Chicago. And he used to do this bit where he would interview himself. He'd come on the air and go, hi, this is Doug Banks, and um, I'm here interviewing me. Hey, me, how you doing today? Well, that's exactly what I'm doing in honor of Doug and also in, in the fact that I have no guests. And um, I said the best guests on this Russ Parr cast should be me, Russ Parr. Don't y'all think? Oh, okay, I thought so. No, actually, a couple of years ago, I wrote a book called The Game Behind the Game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit. Now, this book, to me, and I'm biased, is a must-read for every high school or graduating college senior to get ready for the bullshit they're about to encounter in life. And I thought, okay, listen, this should be awesome for you folks. And, you know, listen, it's poorly written. It's got uh, big words that I never use. And, okay, just kidding. And lots of misspellings. And you could probably get a copy of this book. You can buy it. Or, heck, I got a bunch of copies that never sold. That if you hit me up on Instagram at Russ Parr Show or Twitter at Russ Parr Show and say, hey, Russ, send me that book. Give me your address and I'll send it to you. Okay? Because I'm that kind of beautiful guy. But, you know, some people have read it and got something out of it. So, here it goes, ladies and gentlemen. An interview with Russ Parr. Featuring Russ Parr. Hey, Russ, how you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, Russ. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, Russ, it is an honor to know you and to be you. Because without you, there is no me. Well, Russ, I'm glad you said that. Because without you, there is no me. But let's just stop patting each other on the back and stop stroking each other. Because uh, you do that all the time by yourself. Uh, especially back when you were in college. And... Remember that throw rug next to your bed? Yes, in your apartment. There's a reason why they call it a throw rug. When you're lonely and, you know, you have nothing else to do, that rug gets a little crusty sometimes and you got to throw it away. <laughs> Russ, don't, don't do that to yourself. Okay, I'm sorry, Russ. I won't do that to me because actually, um, you know, self-satisfaction is not in this book. Okay? It's not. But anyway, Russ, I got to ask you, why did you write this book? Well, Russ, I'm glad you asked me that because the game behind the game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit, um, is a book that chronicles some of the bullshit that I encountered trying to climb in the world of employment, you know, trying to climb the corporate ladder. I never got to the corporate ladder, so I just stayed underneath and just kind of dwelled with us uh, bottom feeders, okay? Uh, no, actually, I, I thought this book was important because I wanted to write something that my, my kids and my grandkids could read years later and go, gosh, dad and grandpa, he definitely was full of shit. Well, Russ, personally knowing you, I know that you are full of shit. So let's just go ahead and, and, and keep it real, okay? Because you, you're the biggest bullshitter I know. And some people have figured you out, and some people haven't. But anyway, uh, Russ, let's, let's go down to chapters of this book because there's so many people – that that are out there and they don't know how to play the game and there is a game to be played well russ i'm glad you brought that up because um when you're out there man there are people that their sole purpose in life is to hold you back but the only person that can hold you back yes you guessed it is you because you refuse to learn the game because you refuse to be labeled you're concerned about what others think about you as opposed to what you think about yourself. 
Oh, they might think I'm an ass kisser or, oh, I'm an Uncle Tom because I said something to a, a, a Caucasian person at work and blah, blah, blah. See, that's all bullshit. But, see, you know, it, it's okay because it's all about getting that money. And it's all about raising your kids and give them a lifestyle that they can appreciate and enjoy. Now, listen, there's more, there's more to life, Russ, than just making money. Okay, that is not the, the, the recipe for getting ultimate happiness. It's really not. But getting some things in life or not getting things in life because you refuse to play the game is a problem. Well, Russ, let me ask you. There are a lot of folks who are going to take issue with you and like, I'm not conforming to anybody. I'm not conforming. I'm going to be me. Yes, you can be broke. Russ, you can be broke. You can be you. you. You can sit there and not advance at your job because you don't want to play the game. I remember back in the day, I had some brothers used to tell me, Russ, you were just sitting there kissing that white man's ass. And I'm going like, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know that I'm doing it. I know that I'm doing it because I have an end game. Yeah, I'm going to bullshit him to get to where I need to go. And then I'm talking about that guy that holds the purse strings, that holds the keys to my employment and my future employment. Sometimes you got to bullshit people. I've made so many people that I know that don't like me personally, Russ, that I made them like me. And they, they had no idea that I knew that you, that they didn't like me. And, and that's in so unimportant. That's when you get emotionally involved and like, I want them to like me. F that. So I'm going to go through these chapters, a couple of them, and and just kind of, you know, bring up some of the instances that I have gone through. Well, Russ, I think that would be very clever. And I I really like it. All right, Russ. Well, thank you. Let's start with uh, rule number one. This is the game behind the game, mastering the art of bullshit, a must read for every graduating high school and college student. I went jogging the other day and I saw so many Job opening signs in almost every business. And what are we doing? We just watch an opportunity pass by. Okay, let's start with a little bullshit goes a long way. Okay, that's uh, rule number one. Well, yes, it does, because you don't have to bullshit people too much where they just kind of figure you out. But what you have to do is just give them just a modicum of bullshit where they accept you and go like, ah, that Russ is a nice guy. He really is a nice guy. Now, I have I have in my head a way that I am going to profit on this. I'm going to monetize being a nice guy. I'm not saying you got to sit there and listen to all the racist jokes and, and laugh at him and go, oh, Bob, you're hilarious. Gosh darn it, you're right. No, I'm just saying just enough, less is best, just enough. For people to think like, he's a hard worker and he's a good guy. Because your ultimate goal is to advance in that job so far that you can fire him if you have to, if he's a dick. And you can fire him and bring in the people you want. You can open the doors for other people. So you just bullshit him just a little bit. You know, a compliment here and there. You know, uh, uh, basically, hey, you're doing a great job. You know, when you tell your boss that, you'd be surprised how they start to take you under their wing. You know, just lead them to believe that I want to learn from you. There's some things that you can teach me. And you're saying, Russ, 
That is dishonest. At what point did you guys not realize that I'm an American? <laughs> okay. All right. Russ, that was brilliant. I love that. Well, thank you, Russ. Another rule is, who was drunk when they came up with your name? All right. Let's just go ahead and keep it real. All right. If your name is uh, Kevondre, uh, uh, Dominican, um, you know, Master Make Money, if you got a name like that because somebody in your family thought, you know, this would be just really dope for him to have a name. If your name is success, if your name is an adjective or it has too many syllables in it, change it. Change it on your resume because your resume is a dead giveaway as to who you are. When they used to see Russ Parr or Russell Parr on a job application, they didn't know who or what I am. Yes, you could be discriminated against before y'all walk through the door because they're like, oh, that name right there is certainly African-American. <laughs> and yes, unfortunately, people will discriminate against you because, oh, pff, let's not interview that guy. You know what we're getting right there. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's okay to have your real name. But why not have a an alias that gets you through the door. I like names like my daughter's name is Chandler Parr. You don't know whether she's a male or a female. That was by design. That was a design. And, and I dug that. And, and, and she's kind of reaping the benefits at this point. Um, I got to the point, Russ, where I was talking about making people love you. Yes. This is not a difficult task, but it's something that can be done. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. So y'all stay right there. Yes, it's the Russ Parr cast. And yes, I'm Russ Parr interviewing Russ Parr. Something that's been done before. My great friend, the legendary radio broadcaster, Doug Banks, used to interview himself on the radio which I thought was just a brilliant bit. And, of course, we're going over my book, The Game Behind the Game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit. And um, there's certain rules that you have to follow in order to advance. Like rule number two. Uh, now, actually, this is three. Make people love you, but make sure you use protection. <laughs> okay. Russ, was that funny? Hilarious. There's ways to make people love you by doing that little extra, that sometimes staying staying a little late at work, doing a job that other people don't want to do, doing something that you might feel, well, that's a little beneath me, but it's really not because it'll raise your expectations uh, for yourself. It will raise your level of, you know, advancing in your job because you're, you're making yourself a nice guy to these folks. Now, deep down, you can hate them and don't really give a fuck about them, but they don't need to know that. Why, why tell them that? I'm giving away all my secrets here that it's going to hurt me, okay? But you got to look out, which is rule number four, look out for the man in the mirror, and that's you, okay? And, it, and it's okay to do it because at the end of the day, you're going to have so many of your friends and your homies and going like, oh, you in there kissing that ass. You doing this and that and so on and so forth. Yeah, but I can cash that check. And I'm going to cash that check. Okay. All right. Rule number five, work hard or give the appearance that you're working hard. That's right. If you're working hard, it's like, they're going like, wow, that 
Russ, man, he's a he's a go getter. Just because, like, hey, I went to the store where nobody else wanted to go to the store when it was raining. I mean, little things like that, you'll be surprised. It goes a long way. And those private conversations that you have with your superiors, hate to call them that, but that's what they were. Um, those conversations that you have are private. When you when somebody says, God, man, when they kind of dry bag, man, I wish I had a cup of coffee. Hey, man, I'll go out in the rain and get it at 7-Eleven. No problem. I used to do that. And it worked. I advanced. Oh, okay, Russ. Uh, you know, I ain't going to do any more than I have to do. That's why you have a resume filled with 18,000 jobs, which is not a good look. All right. All right. Rule number six, do your own work, your own books, write your own books, but read this one first. Of course, um, write a book about yourself and it's okay. Journal. It is okay. Cause so many people just don't really appreciate themselves and you'd be surprised uh, how much power there is in reading your own words about yourself. You empower yourself. It may open some avenues for you, make you like think about, hmm, what did I miss about me that I didn't figure out before? And you can just turn to a book like, like I have and go, okay, that's rule number six. Rule number seven, when you climb that ladder of success after just mastering the art of bullshit, don't ever recommend a dumbass motherfucker. Okay, this is high on my list. Got to drink my coffee here, Russ. No, no problem, Russ. You, you want us to freshen it up for you? Sure, Russ. Thank you. Uh, no cream, please. I like it black. Yeah, well, I like my women. <laughs> yeah, those those are corny jokes, Russ. I know, I know. It's not every day I get an opportunity to interview me. Thank you, Russ. All right. So anyway, uh, rule number seven, don't recommend a dumbass motherfucker. See, this is what makes you look bad because when you know there's somebody that doesn't have the same drive that you have or you're doing somebody a favor and you didn't really research them and they go in the job and they quit after three days or they cuss everybody out, that's a reflection of you. Because the first thing I say, who recommended that motherfucker? Well, that was Russ Parr's friend. No. Do your due diligence before you open the door for somebody else. And that's what we need to do. Keep that door open for somebody else. But make sure it's somebody that is not going to trash your reputation based on a recommendation. So don't recommend dumbass motherfuckers. It's that simple. Number eight, find your gut. Or do some crunches. <laughs> that's just a joke, Russ. Wasn't funny. Oh, okay. Well, I make a living trying to be funny. You try. Sometimes you don't succeed. No, you find your gut. Go on your gut instincts. A lot of times, you know, as a, a film director and, and um, a TV show director and a writer, I go off my first gut. A lot of times when I sit down and I write a script, my first responses to everything is usually what I go with. Like when I'm directing an actor, a lot of actors are really good on the very first take. But then they get in their own head and they wait. And after about the third or fourth take, and they decide, I'm going to do something different because I don't like the way I did that. They don't realize they succeeded the first time. Trust your gut. Trust you. Your first instinct is usually the best one. Your first take, your first draft of your script, of your life. The first is usually the best one. Trust it. Trust it. And sometimes you may strike out. It doesn't matter. Get back up and continue to trust you. 
Because if you don't trust you, nobody else will. Rule number nine, let other people think that they win. Okay, you're not going to like that. But sometimes the people that hold the purse strings, you got to make sure you, you, you got to let them win every once in a while. My father was in the Air Force. And he was an officer. But the, the people that were ranked above him used to love to play racquetball with him. My dad was a superior racquetball player. He would let the generals win. Every once in a while, he'll get close to them, but he'd let them win. Because some of those guys cannot stand to lose. And what is it, just a game? And then you're, and then you're privy to so much personal information that help you advance in your job and in your career. My dad rose, he, he retired as a lieutenant colonel. Could have went full bird if he wanted to, but he was like, uh-uh, I'm ready to go and do something else. But, you know, sometimes you let them win. Why argue somebody down, especially when you know it embarrasses them? Sometimes less is best. Let them think they won. You, your ego doesn't have to win everything. Russ, that is a brilliant observation. Sure is, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Rule number 10. Talking loud and changing nothing. The amplification of bullshit. Here's one of the things that I personally don't like. Grandstanding. You know, when you raise your voice, you think you're more right because you're louder. Uh, no. Nah. No, that's that's not the case. You know, usually when you're loud, that's because there's a flaw in your argument and you're probably wrong. And everybody's going, God, he's wrong. And he's so loud being wrong. You You don't have to amplify your bullshit. You don't have to, like, just, like, you think like you're on to a good point and you're having a debate with that person that controls your purse strings. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Let let them go home thinking, hey, man, uh, I really had the upper hand on that conversation. And you know darn well you backed off because, hey, you were bullshitting them. That's why the book's called The Game Behind the Game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit by me, Russ Parr. Well, thank you, Russ Parr. Okay, rule number 11, know your enemies. But don't let them know you know they're assholes. Yeah, that kind of goes back to what I was saying. Is like, if you know who they are and you know that they're an asshole, try not to bring out the asshole in him because there are a lot of your bosses that are assholey because they have a position, they have a title, and entitles them to be an asshole to you. And they're setting you up for the bullshit. They're setting you up so you can respond to their assholeism. And assholeism is a it's something that you can get treated for. I think they have uh, clinics and, and places you go where you can stand up and go, hi, my name is Russ Parr and I'm an asshole. Yeah. Don't cater in it. Don't buy into their assholeism. Don't, don't give them that because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for you to respond to their insecurities because that's probably the reason why they're an asshole. Russ, I have never put, I never heard anybody put assholeism in such great perspective. Well, thank you, Russ. I really appreciate that. Uh, another thing, respect. I wrote in one of my uh, movies, uh, the uh, what was it? The Under Shepherd starring Isaiah Washington, where there's a scene where Keith David uh, tells Vanessa Bell Calloway they're in the church and, and she says, you know, uh, we need to have some respect around here. And he says, when's the last time you cashed a respect check? Everybody's like, I need to be respected. I need to fuck that because even if somebody tells you they respect you, chances are they don't. 
So why are you why are you thriving for that? You know, back in L.A., I mean, people used to get killed over respect. Oh, I got disrespected. Pop. It's it's an overblown word. It's a, a overblown emotion. It's something to cater to your fragile ego. I don't need you to respect me. I don't. Just pay me. We put too much significance on respect. It's a bullshit word. I don't need that. And I've had people throughout my career tell me, Russ, we respect you so much. And they don't realize I'm sitting there laughing inside because if you have to tell me that you respect me, you don't. So in my head, I'm going, fuck you. Give a shit whether you respect me or not. Write that check. Russ, that was a brilliant observation. All right, that's good. Rule number 13, mastering the art of bullshit and it's shitfalls. Okay, it should be pitfalls, but, you know, I was trying to be creative with that, that rule. Um, y- y- there, are, there are certain ways that when you're overdoing it with the bullshit, when people figure you out, once you think that they've figured out that you're bullshitting them, back it off. Back off the bullshit and get very businesslike. Because then now they're questioning, was he really full of shit before? Or maybe he wasn't. Mm, I love keeping it. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, finally, uh, put the power of negative thinking to work for you in a positive way. You know, a lot of people say, oh, Rush, you're always so negative about things. And you're, you know, you're always putting yourself down. And sometimes I accentuate the negative so if I don't get a positive outcome on something, I'm not, I'm not bothered by it. But deep down, I don't believe the negative shit that I'm putting in my head. I don't. That's just my coping mechanism. That's how I do it. And I'm not saying that's right for everybody. But I, I think it's kind of important that, uh, Russ, that you get an opportunity. Uh, you might want to go back and reread your book. Uh, I just did just a brief synopsis of, of just a wonderful book, The Game Behind the Game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit. Well, Russ, I want to thank you, and it's just been a pleasure talking with you today. Well, thank you, Russ. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Russ, how can people get a copy of this book? Well, I'm not sure if it's still in print, but uh, the game behind the game, Mastering the Art of Bullshit. Um, if you'd like to get a copy, hey, hit me up on social media at Russ Parr Show or at um, um, yeah, Instagram or, or Twitter. And uh, if I can afford it, I'll send you a copy. But I think it's, it's, a, it's a fun read. I'm bullshitting through it, but at the same time, I'm trying to give you some really powerful anecdotes on how to go to the next level, how to climb that corporate ladder and hide your disdain for the assholes that you have to deal with. All right. Well, Russ, thank you for coming by. I really appreciate it. Russ, I appreciate you, dude. You are the best. No, 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 no. I insist you are the best, man. No, 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 no. I insist you're the best. Okay. Was that good, guys? I think so. There you guys have it. Another edition of the Russ Parcast. And, of course, I, I just want to thank Joyce Hudson, a nutritionist. I mean, we're trying to start 2022 on the right foot eating-wise. And also, I want to thank our very special guest, Russ Parr, for stopping by and being interviewed by me, Russ Parr. Make sure you guys join us next week because, like every week, I got a different show for you. And you can check out the Russ Parcast wherever you can hear a podcast. Anywhere, any platform, 
We should be there. And leave your comments and tell us whether we suck or not. Okay? That's a very beautiful thing. Y'all take care.